calling the dogs with Gene C and Chi. And uh, sorry to leave you hanging last week. Uh, <laughs> the, the stars just couldn't align. Gene C and Chi just could not get uh, on the same page. It's mainly me. My schedule was uh, went kind of crazy last week. But dogs uh, have handled business the last two weeks. And so, fortunately, nothing too urgent that we need to discuss. But fortunately, we are back and back on track. So, good to see you, my friend. I missed you. Yeah, I know, man. I, we were talking about it earlier. I missed you, too. It's uh, it's kind of weird now. Like, once we get in the, the rhythm of the season, I'm like, yeah, this is an every week thing. And, and, and missing that one week, uh, which, you know, hey, you had more important things to do. Uh, and, uh, you know, every now and then you got to, I guess you got to take a week off. But we were talking about how we normally potentially will take this week off leading into the bye week. But now you got we got to fill this void. We can't have two open weeks before we play, uh, play Florida. Uh, so, uh, of course, uh, we'll also have a episode for, for next week uh, to get ready for, for the battle down in Jacksonville. Um, but, yeah, man, feels good to be back. Dogs, dogs didn't take any weeks off, that's for sure. No, it was uh, fortunately a good, a good bounce back after uh, kind of struggling going out to Missouri and slower start against Auburn. I think uh, Auburn uh, Auburn showed up. We weren't really clicking, but then once we once we kind of caught our rhythm offensively, well, we were able to start putting points up, and it, it took a while to get going that game. But uh, against Vandy, nothing took nothing i mean we were we kind of hopped out early and, and and stayed on top of them i actually didn't get to watch the game until after the fact and uh and i was happy to to see that uh we handled business uh very very easily uh against them uh, as well so great couple weeks uh, of football especially that second half or the last second half against auburn and then all the all the way through the vandy game i was i was impressed with Everything I saw, plenty to work on, but uh, I felt felt good about where we're at. Our game was not uh, – neither of our games were uh, very – nobody paid much attention compared to everything else that's been going on in college football because it's been, <laughs> it's been pretty wild, and I like it when I get to watch it from afar. Yeah, no kidding, no kidding. And you're right, I mean, and we'll get into this past weekend here in a second, but you're right, though, it's, it's kind of nice. I'm sitting here looking at the schedule and – we had that those couple little bumps in the road. I mean, still two W's. I mean, you can't complain too much about that. But whenever you're coming off of a four-point fourth quarter, um, I, I don't want to say miracle win, but fourth quarter come from behind win against Missouri, uh, a team who we should have slaughtered. And then you, the next two weekends after that, you outscore your opponents uh, 97 to 10. Uh, that's a that's a that's a pretty good that's a pretty good bounce back. Um, I, I think a lot of people will point to. I mean, what does Sanford Stadium do for us? I think a lot, but it's not like everybody. I mean, the three thirty game against South Auburn was a pretty good atmosphere, but uh, I can tell you that right now the Vanderbilt game was you know one of those things where you looked up halfway through the second quarter and the student section was all gone, so uh, or halfway gone at least. And um, I don't think I don't think it was one of those things where. We want, I think Kirby wanted to come back, and they put – I mean, I'm sure they had a really strong week of practice, but I think he wanted to go ahead and say, look, let's correct this now because if we're in the middle of November trying to correct this thing, a la maybe even that first weekend of November, uh, we're going to be in trouble. And so I'm, I was happy to see us, especially I, – I think almost more than the offense, I think the defense was really something that I wanted to see just come back and dominate because – we know that 
both of those groups are capable. We know what both of them are capable of, but obviously this is a defensive-minded league. You want to get that side short up before you get the offense figured out. But, um, yeah, man, I had a uh, great weekend last weekend, and we'll get into the Auburn game here in a little bit. But I know we're kind of recapping over the two weeks, but, man, last weekend college football delivered. I, don't, I know you didn't get to see much of it, but that Alabama-Tennessee game, you see, you see all the the videos from them carrying the goalposts out and all that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was uh, it was funny. And this uh, my my neighbor, I was talking to him before we recorded, and he wanted to. He, he mentioned this to me. He's like, "You can save this one for for the for the podcast." He said, uh, "He said that the, uh, Gary Danielson made a comment that uh, who's the guy that work, does it with Gary? What's his name?" Brad, what's the Nessler. Brad Nessler? Okay, I was I was wanting to say Nance. I was like, that's not Jim Nance. It's Brad Nessler. I um, wish it was Jim Nance. I know. I wish it was Jim Nance and Brad Nessler. That'd be awesome. It would be actually just be just take both of those two out and give me Tony Romo and Jim Nance. They are both. I'm not an NFL guy. They are the best commentators in the game. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And um, but he said uh, he said Brad Nessler was like, well, they hope they're ready to pay that fine. And and Gary Danielson, without really skipping a beat, was like, well, they've been saving up for 15 years to, to be able to do something like this. And I was like, gum, that's that was Gary is good for like one out of a hundred. And um, and I didn't and that, hear that. that. Was that? I mean, I'm assuming that was uh, in the post game carnage. Yeah, I think it was kind of when everything was on fire and and all that kind of stuff. So uh, went back and watched some of those highlights, and it was a just a crazy game. And there's a lot there's a lot of stuff happening just in the the ethos of, of college football, and um, and Tennessee's on the rise, and we got plenty of we'll, we'll be talking about them. But yeah, just a wild game. Uh, it, it was pretty pretty crazy to crazy to watch, and um, there, there's a lot of turning tides in the SEC, man, and it's it's getting it's getting interesting. Um, to to your point earlier about kind of where we were we're coming off of, I wanted to to, to bring this up is I think what we're seeing and, and I've had some time to think about it and, and to, to to kind of chew on it after watching Auburn uh, and and really these games that we've had here recently, we came out so strong this first part of the season and just we're on a different level. Uh, I I think we almost we got out ahead of ourselves and, and one thing that I was I was just chewing on it. You almost forgot because of how well we were playing is how young we are. We are just a young team. And to get built up so high uh, throughout all of this and playing so well and just blasting people to the point. I mean, you look at last season, and, and I've mentioned this a couple of times, every, you look at our scores of all those games last season, and they're almost identical. Like in, like you look at the games, and we were just so consistent in everything we did. We were a veteran. We were in sync. We were sticking to the game plan. It didn't matter who we were playing. We were playing our, play, our, game, play, our game plan, and nothing was keeping us away from that. And then you get with this team, it's a completely different football team just from the – because we lost so much and we're filling it with so much talent, but our guys are so young. They've had to they've had to get blown up to the point, well, this could be the best team ever to ever play. I mean, they're just kind of getting having to avoid And they're that still cool. learning on the job. Oh, my God, yeah. I mean, we just have so much raw talent out on the field that hasn't seen a ton of gameplay, has seen more than mm. – most in their situation, but it's still super young. And and I, in my opinion, we saw some matur- maturation over the last couple of weeks and, and seeing guys kind of get into their own. At the same time, on the other side of the coin, 
Auburn is awful this year, and Vandy is also just Vandy. So it's just like you have to kind of take everything with a grain of salt of where where we're at. I mean, Auburn's quarterback, my God, he threw a 97-mile-an-hour fastball at everybody. It was like Matthew Stafford's freshman season out there. I mean, he was just – he was throwing those balls as hard as he could. Did, I mean, they weren't – and they weren't even spirals. They were just – he was just throwing. <laughs> I mean, it was just it was just spinning sideways, I mean, the whole time. And so, I mean, they're just – you have to kind of weigh everything out, I think. But I think we did capitalize. And, and defensively, I thought we, I th- we did play well. We were getting more pressure. We were um, – it, it was a good, it was a good, good couple games for sure. And then I, any shutout in the SEC, even if it's Vandy, I mean, we're we're keeping guys, um, we're 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 holding guys to, to to not much, and they've got to capitalize on their opportunities. And ever since we bounced back from from Missouri, I feel like we've been there. So, with everything else kind of on fire in college football, if having some young guys having to learn here these last few weeks, if that's been our biggest problem, then then we're, we're I feel be- I feel good good about our direction, but I think we've got a lot coming up here that uh, you start looking at the rest of our season. I mean, we've got Florida who say what you want to about Florida. That's it's always that game. Uh, then you've got Tennessee, you've got Mississippi State. That's you don't know which end of the roller coaster. You don't know if you're going to be in the dip in the roller coaster or you're going to be at the top. So you don't know what you're going to get. Man, and two been- two weeks ago, I was like, man, that's going to be that might be our hardest game in November. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then just, now I'm like, well, obviously not. And then also, like on their end, they've been playing. They they lost to Kentucky, and I watched a lot of that game because it was it was the only one of the few decent night games this past Saturday. And it was just like this game sucks. They both these teams <laughs> suck. It was weird. I mean, Kentucky's Kentucky's one of those teams that's so one dimensional offensively, and they always like they got Will Levis back, and everybody's talking about him like he's some like star studded quarterback and come from i don't i really don't understand it it doesn't make any sense kentucky does they do one thing really well offensively and that's run the football against teams that are lesser than georgia (laughs) that's what they do so uh i I remember remember when we played them and was it 2019 when we played there no it was 2018 when we played there and there was all this hype it was a top 10 matchup or they were number 11 or, or, or 10 or maybe nine somewhere around there and we were you know top four or five and there was all this hype about it and that was the deandre swift like making a dude just, look like he was tackling a ghost kind of thing and we just beat the brakes off of them but that whole time coming into it they were talking about how they were just going to dominate the line of scrimmage and they didn't have they didn't do that a single damn play so there's a helicopter flying over mid-podcast oh, wow. come on guys <laughs> have some, some manners show some respect <laughs> show some respect to the pod dang it sounds like it's flying right over I hope they're not searching for anybody um anyway <laughs> seriously it was just I don't know if you could hear it or not but I was just like it felt like it was like right above my house um golly just disappointed in whoever that is just interrupting um but anyway uh, oh, one one quick comment I had about the Tennessee thing, uh, and I know we're kind of t- trying to talk about Auburn here, but I just can't help but be like, man, with all this hype around Tennessee right now, just keep it coming, <laughs> just keep it coming. I can tell you right, I can tell you as, a, and I sent this out, I texted y'all this uh, this, this morning. The look ahead line on our game against Tennessee as of right now is, is we're favored by ten and a half points. They know they, and 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 I feel like that game. And, and I don't want to talk too much about it right now because 
I mean, you know, we we got a bye week, then we got to focus on Florida. You and I are not the type of people that we love the Florida game. You know, we love going. That that is still to me the next three weeks. That's still priority. And yeah, I can tell you, you can bet your ass that's Kirby's priority right now too. But we're not going to skip over that. But I just want to say that Tennessee game, there it feels a lot like that Arkansas game last year to me. There's a lot of hype on one end of the spectrum. And they're going to come into Sanford Stadium. And just let me tell you, do not, anybody listen to this, hey, money money ain't going to go with you to the grave, all right? You ain't going to make, you're making money off this off these tickets, okay? That ain't going to mean nothing. You got to get your butt in those seats. We need red in the stadium. Anyway, that's, that's all I'm going to say about that game right now. Well, uh, I also agree with that. And it's because those ticket prices, holy cow, they are, through the roof right now and Tennessee will buy up every one that they can find. So you are not lying. Uh, did you but, see uh, that, that, that lady who could barely reach over her, her stomach to pick, she was ripping up the checkerboard in, end zone. Did you <laughs> see that? It. I didn't see it, but I, I heard about the, just the destruction that happened. But I, I heard that some woman was ripping up. <laughs> she ripped turf. up she ripped up like literally a chunk of the end zone and like probably selling it on eBay. There's people that are selling things of grass from that they picked off of Neyland, uh Neyland's terrible, absolutely terrible field. Uh and I'm thinking about just, just getting some grass and putting it in a Ziploc bag and selling it on eBay <laughs> and labeling it as such. And like who how, who who are they to know? You know, came from like my front not, yard. <laughs> I feel like ninety I feel like ninety eight percent of what's on eBay right now in regards to that game is fake. <laughs> yeah, likely so, and, and not not real. Which is, I would say, act like you've been there before, but they haven't. So it uh, it makes makes perfect sense uh, that they're acting this way. Um, so can't they reacted exactly how I expected them to? I didn't expect them to win that game, and I'm I was pretty impressed with how they how they played offensively. Um, their defense is still trash. So, oh yeah, yeah. Um, well, but, it, it, but they, I feel but like their their, their fan base is, is trash too. So, oh yeah. Well, their 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 response on the winning side was just like is the same as like throwing mustard bottles on the field. Like it's the same. Yeah, it's the same people doing that stuff. It's just they won this game versus so they're going to destroy their own field and everything that they have, and then <laughs> or throw trash on it. And so I mean, it's just kind of a t- tomato potato kind of thing, you know. So, so the the funny thing to me is I don't, I don't know if I've been just there's been just so much content that people put out there from this game, and I I can't get away. I I, I went up to to my wife on on Saturday. Uh, nine. I was like, I can't get that stupid song out of my head. Like, you know, so <laughs> it's it's so terrible. But like, it's because everybody posted so much content on Instagram from it. But there was one video where the guy, where the president of Tennessee, is like smoking a cigar. You know, that's your tradition. You know, after you win that game, and they haven't gotten to do that for fifteen years, like you said. Um, but he was smoking a cigar in his box, and they were like, show the video panned from watching the field goal posts get torn down to him. And he's like, hey, it don't matter. It don't matter what it costs or whatever. And and then the next day, they're like put up this thing where they're asking people to donate money to replace the field goal posts. So who are these people? Uh, they are Tennessee Volunteers, let me tell you. That is who they are. Uh, but enough about them. We, uh, I don't yeah, we, really we don't. We don't need to spend much time on them. But uh, so... Going back a couple weeks, uh, I know we've we, we missed it last week, but what, what were your what were your 
what were your recollections of the of the Auburn game, uh, Deep South's oldest rivalry that's been pretty one sided here as of late? So, uh, you know, I I guess offensively a, a few players that jump out. I mean, I'm, I'm I mean my number one concern still is our offensive line. Um, now I will say I think they shored up a pretty good bit. Over the last couple of weeks, I mean, you can't complain too much. Like I said, whenever you score ninety-seven points, but it's a, excuse me. At the same time, it's like it's almost like every single play, especially the running plays, there's always somebody that misses their block, misses their assignment. I don't know if it's a communication issue or not, but obviously we have a new coach in there this year, and so I don't know how different the scheme is. It's just uh, I don't know if it's just been more of a learning curve on that side or not, but. I mean, Tate Ratledge especially, I mean, I think he's just is very slow off the line uh, compared to some of these other guys. But Tate Tate has missed a lot. I mean, he let a guy blow right past him multiple times, uh, even against Vanderbilt. And and I'm wondering if his, I, I don't know if his, what was, what was his ankle that was still having an issue. I uh, don't know if that's still hindering him. Uh, but then you still got guys that are, you know, we're swapping guys around a decent amount. Amarius is coming in. I think Amarius has played well, but he's also playing sparingly. You know, he's he's coming in to to really spell a guy, uh, and he came in and played some right tackle uh, in the uh, both the Auburn and the Vanderbilt games. And uh, we saw McClendon go to the other side. I think McClendon. I don't know, man. I, McClendon might have a better home over there on the left side. Um, I don't know. That's just my biggest concern because we still have a lot of talent there, uh, but it's just not quite clicking for these guys. I think they'll be fine, you know, as we progress through the season. But this isn't really a time that you really want to be trying to fix things. Um, and they, I think, secondly, thinking about the offense, I mean, of course, you got your star powers. I mean, our tight ends are still looking incredible. Darnell, uh, it, it, he looks honestly, he looks like he's getting better and better every every week. You know, Brock really over the last two two games has really been kind of quiet. Um, he had a few catches in the Auburn game. I don't know what all he had in the in the Vanderbilt game. I mean, he had to let's see. Yeah, okay. So he had four four for fifteen. So I mean, he kind of had some dink and dunks, right? But man, a guy who I just keep on two guys that I keep on just love watching play: Dejon Edwards and Branson Robinson. Yes, man, those those Say guys. More, please. Does, I mean, what is how does 2022, how does he look to you? He, well, I think they were talking about, they've been asked, they've been just talking about how much he looks like Chubb and, and all this kind of stuff. And he's just got that frame. And, and for a freshman man, I mean, his vision and, and how he's running, how hard he's running. I mean, he, he was two yards away from breaking 100 against Auburn. And uh, and you're talking about some just chunk yards. I mean, he is making guys miss, and he's breaking tackles. Him and Dejon both are just they're they're just breaking tackles. I mean, against Auburn, they were averaging Dejon averaged almost seven yards a carry, and Branson uh, he averaged over eight yards a carry, and on twelve carries each. And, and so they, and same thing with with Vandy, man. I mean, they're just they were. They both, I mean, lower yardage count because we were bringing other guys in and for the second half of the game. But I, I'm, I get more excited when we're feeding both of them in those in those drives where we're driving down, like we're we're chunking down the field and, and handing them the ball and getting those five six yard carries and and just really gashing guys. Um, we're starting the last couple games. We started to get a little closer to that 
and start feeding them the ball more and, and kind right. of mixing up the offense a little bit. And, and I think you're seeing it pay off. I think a lot of what we were able to establish last year was you beat guys into a pulp. You beat them to the point you, – you beat them up to the point that – they're not able at the end of the game to block to slow you down. You can just run the ball twelve times and get into the <laughs> to end and score. I mean, and that's what we were starting to see a little bit more uh, in these last couple of weeks. That I feel like we were seeing a little bit more. And so I have I've loved watching them run, man. We're, we're kind of we're finally and to me kind of finding our rhythm in the run game that we haven't been able to find up to this point. And I think we're getting getting a little more of that. And to your point, we're slowly getting to where we're, we can run the ball at the middle. It's still not beautiful. But fortunately, like Dejan, you go and watch him. His shoulders are square. Like he, he is parallel. He, he is running. His shoulders are running are downfield at all times. Even when he's running to the side, those shoulders mm-hmm. are staying downfield. He's making a little sidestep. And he, I mean, his vision, he is cutting it and going. And Branson, for a freshman is doing the same thing, man, and it's 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 fun to watch. It really that, is. That finishing run, Branson's finishing run against Auburn, where he bounced outside, and there was already you know there's already been several posts about that looking like uh, Chubb's. I think it was his first touchdown run. They mm-hmm. they were kind of comparing it like against Clemson back in 2014. I think they were kind of comparing it to that, uh, which I'm like, look, let's not hey. That, that's a pretty heavy crown right there, man. There's no there's no reason to be... That's like, you know, me talk. I keep on bringing up Roquan uh, whenever I was comparing him to N'Kobe last year. That's It's a pretty similar situation. Like, let's not quite... like and, and it's also like that's a true freshman compared to Nick Chubb. You know, also the greatest uh, running back in the NFL right now. Sorry, Derrick Henry. Um, but the... The thing about Branson that I love and Dejan, they both are just, they have very good vision and they have burst. And I, let me tell you, I, I'll say this, I think they're both better runners, pure runners, than Kenny. But I still I still like Kenny number one because Kenny is such a, he, he's way more dynamic in the backfield with what he can do. Catching the ball, catching ball out of the backfield. Also, I mean, with with he can run inside and outside as well. He he's he's got good vision. He just doesn't have quite the same quickness that Branson and Dajan do. Now Dajan is super. I mean, you go back and watch some of these runs that he had. I think more honestly, even more so against Vanderbilt. Some of these runs he had. I mean, he had guys in his grill, and right when he touched the ball, and he will make a sidestep, and then he'll hit the hole where they came from. So you're talking about like this gaping hole from a blitz and we're blocking outside or whatever. I mean, he's just, uh, there's a wide open A gap and he hits it because he's able to at least, you know, take a little sidestep and then run straight, straight ahead. And I, I got to tell you, I mean, to me, the pecking order should go Kenny, Dajan, Branson, Cash Jones, Kendall Milton. <laughs> <laughs> I hate uh, I hate to just bury the kid, but man, dude, it's 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 night and day watching him versus some of these other guys. I, I I know he's had these injuries and it's plagued him, but it's it's just night and day. He's he's, he's not the same kind of back. Well, and if he and if he's not fully recovered, and, and you you think about, I mean, some of the some of these guys, these injuries, it takes it takes a year before you're before you're well enough to be at your speed, right? and depending on what the injury is, and it may take a season for him to get to get that burst back because it's not there 
and uh, and as Branson and Dejan's stock is is clearly rising at a very rapid pace, uh, there they have overshadowed him uh, without a doubt in these last couple of weeks. And Kenny too, even bouncing back this past week after having injury and and not really playing much against Auburn. Uh, I, I agree with you. I think Kenny just Kenny just gives you more options. And and then with with our offense as dynamic as it is right now, uh, and, and a lot more throwing and, and and mixing it up the play calling and things like that. He's just a he's just a weapon, uh, a different kind of weapon, depending on what you're what we're gunning for. So I, I agree with your I agree with the order there. Uh, but man, Branson, both of them, Branson and Dejan, it's just, I mean, just swap them out just keep it keep it rolling just keep keep that door rolling and you're talking about getting to the end of the game and and you've got both of them still still pretty fresh and and can just get after it dude it's it's fun man this is like i say i enjoyed this season how we've been throwing the ball a lot more and getting it in these guys but when we got a guy when we got guys that can run like that it's Mm -hmm. tough to it's tough to not enjoy that and why? Just, <laughs> why put out. the ball in there? Why throw up that liability in the air whenever you can give it to number twenty-two and he can run over twelve, not twelve, <laughs> <laughs> maybe there might be somebody coming off the off the sideline. Same line. guy twice. It might Somebody be. It might be same guy twice or his own guy. I mean, whoever gets in front of him, he can run over half the defense and poor souls. <laughs> I mean, the way that he runs is so violent and I love it and I think the reason that he has not played more early in the season I mean obviously man look we got some proven guys in front of him but at the same time I think I think a big reason why he has not played early is is the pass blocking situation I still think that's something that he struggled with struggles with and I think that's been pretty pretty well documented from practice note practice notes and all that stuff and so um I think I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing Branson continue and improve uh, continue to get some more carries uh, and I love I love the way he runs. It it really it does remind me of t- of twenty seven, but we're not quite gonna put him on that pedestal. Uh, and, and Kirby Kirby probably is cursing us for even thinking it. So, <laughs> well, and, and one of the things too in in the run game is I, I'm still uh, talking about run blocking leads me to our tight ends and just how on the outside just how great we are when we're when we're running the ball and those guys. I mean, our tight ends right now are, are on a different level and staying they're passionate about about every part of their job and they're focused on every part of their job those guys are blocking downfield they're they are our tight ends are so active (laughs) in our game plan i mean we do not function without this tight end room and and they get not even for each other you saw darnell like you know i mean it, it was no i mean it's no secret that darnell really hadn't getting gotten near as much of the opportunity as far as like pass catching as, as Brock has in the past and or at least you know it's been a year since Brock's been here um but so I mean Darnell of course like I think he wants to be more involved and all that but like okay yes he's definitely gotten more more uh, catches this year more yards and everything he's definitely been more involved but I think he really bought into okay like it's it's a big team little me type situation but also like I think he loves seeing Brock be successful I think whenever you know whenever Eric Gilbert you know catches his first touchdown of the year I mean don't you know Darnell and Brock were the first people you know I mean they were on the sideline at the time but you know they were the first people over there whenever whenever he did that so uh 
and, and and I mean, you know, talking about the his first touchdown. I mean, it was a big last weekend against Vanderbilt was a big weekend for so Dom's first touchdown since what twenty nineteen is that right? <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> it, I think it was I think it was twenty nineteen. Uh, Dom's first touchdown. Uh, we were I was so pumped for him uh, that running back that I mentioned a few minutes ago, the walk on Cash Jones. We're wearing that number thirty two, baby thirty two. <laughs> Uh man, yeah, he gets his his first touchdown of the year, and Eric Gilbert comes out of nowhere. I mean, I don't, we don't know what his full situation is, but for him to be on the field, first of all, I was like number seven. Who the hell is that? <laughs> I was like number seven, number seven, and then everybody, he's really, the, he's really big. Yeah, <laughs> we should throw him. Why more. don't we use him more? <laughs> but I understand it's I it it's one of those things that I I have completely just said, all right, look, you know, if we have this guy. If he's on in the lineup and he's he's ready to play and they put him in there, that's awesome. But at this point, it's like I know there's a lot of other stuff going on there. I'm not going to fool with it. If he gets on the field, awesome. If not, it is what it is. Um, of course, I would love to have him out there, but uh, man, it's I was happy with the kid. I, I think he was. I mean, you could tell the reaction from everybody. They went over there and slapping him. I mean, I think it was a. I think it was a big time. Uh, I think he really enjoyed that moment. Oh yeah, it was it was cool to see because, like I say, it was like he caught the ball and you're like holy cow, he was out on the field. Like <laughs> you didn't even realize what was we didn't realize what was happening. Uh, but it, it was it was awesome to see. And I want to I want to kind of focus on Darnell for a second. I mean, I think he's starting to get more targets. And the guy, I, I think Brock being out there, we're not hearing as much from Brock. Teams are just teams are just selling out on him, and and they're gonna. They're going to do what they can to try to slow him down because they know what he can do to you. And and Darnell is just showing up. I mean, that one-handed palm catch Ooh. on the sideline. But then also, too, I mean, and him and Stratton, I was just – I was hoping he was going to hurdle that guy at the end of the play. <laughs> I mean, he got – He's done it before. Like, he'll do it again. Say, he's, he's real liable to just go jump up there and just knee some dude in the side of the head. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but there was another It doesn't catch. take much for his knees <laughs> – <laughs> to come to the, at least my height, you know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you would just if he did that to you, you would just disintegrate. You wouldn't even just, just, yeah. just go. Think so? Yeah, just Absolutely. completely go. Absolutely. How, how, um, how much does he weigh? Two two eighty, two ninety. Like Jesus, Dude, just terrible. Massive. He's a massive I mean, human being. And then the one the one catch um, where he caught it. I don't know how he, he caught it the way he did. Like on the on there was a sideline catch that he caught, kind of turning around. I mean, he's catching some pretty incredible balls, and uh, and just has played, has shown up big time in some in the last couple games, and uh, I'm excited for him. I, mean, I think he's last year there was some he was still recovering from some injuries and things like that, and so we really didn't get to see him maxed out, and he's starting to find his rhythm in this offense, and I think we're I think Stetson's realizing that. Yeah, he's a really good guy to throw the ball to. He he really <laughs> he he does good things. So uh, we need to really uh, I, I, we're only to me we're only going to see more of him uh, moving forward, and especially when we get in some of these these big games like Florida. I, I think is I, I feel very good that Florida is going to be a heavy tight end game. I mean I I, I feel pretty confident about that, and uh, for us anyway, and um, I, I'm excited about where we're headed and, and where he's been. He's just he has been showing up a lot and playing well and maximizing his opportunities. You're not seeing him miss blocks. You're not seeing him do things that are 
you're only seeing him succeed at this point, which I'm I'm excited about. And I think Brock is still making I mean still making catches, doing doing big things. But just I I think you're just seeing more people are selling out on him and not going to let him make plays. They're asking all of our other a dozen playmakers to to make plays at this point. So well just when they think that like oh like they got all these receivers that are out like Ladd, you know, got dinged up against Vanderbilt and he had to go out and they're like, Oh, like who do they who are they gonna throw it to? And then all of a sudden Dominic Blaylock, who started on a couple games I mean a couple teams, you know, a few years ago, uh, comes out of nowhere and just like, Yeah, you know, I'm still here guys <laughs> and Kyrus like, you know, Kyrus jumps in there and it's like, oh Who's this guy? Oh, fifth-year senior, you know, or sixth-year. How long is Kyrus? I feel like he's been here forever, man. It is it is awesome to see, I think you had mentioned this term, like, you know, the maturation of of, of, of really a lot of these players on offense, but also, I mean, Darnell especially has been awesome to see. And, and I think on top of what he's done on the field, we talked about, I think we talked about this after we played Missouri, but uh, apparently he was a very vocal leader at halftime against Missouri uh, to kind of come out there and say, hey, look, we got to have somebody, you know, to come out here and put their foot forward and let's let's get this, turn the ship around kind of thing, uh, which is nice to see. Um, you know, against Auburn and Vanderbilt too, but, I mean, I'm, I just keep on just kind of shifting towards the defense here. I keep on just really loving the way that Dumas is playing or John – I, and I think he goes by Jamin Jamon Johnson. Is it Jamin? Jamin John? Is it? I think I he think just goes by. I think he took out the Dumas. Now I think it's just Johnson. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, I, either way, I'm gonna. I like Dumas a lot. Uh, I, so it's just kind of one of those things that that's the kind of guy that's he's not he's not quite the athlete of Nakobe or, or Roquan or, or or even Quay. But he's a guy who he learned from those guys. He stepped in that position. He's a little bit more on the slower side. But he's he plays quick. I'm not saying he is slow. He plays quick. He makes very he's very instinctive. He makes really good decisions. And he's a he's still a sideline to sideline guy. I love the way he plays inside. We have to have Munden back though. I mean, I'm I'm telling you, that's a huge part of if we have I mean, think about this, Chancey. I know we're not quite into the forward situation, but we still have potentially our best receiver out. We have our one of our starting inside linebackers out. And we've got these guys that are dinged up all over the place on the offensive side of the ball, including our quarterback, apparently is having a shoulder issue. You can kind of tell. I mean, he's and we haven't even talked about Stett yet, but you can kind of tell he's been airing some balls a little bit. I, I mean, look, everybody's losing their crap over Carson Beck having some – some uh, some some garbage time garbage time play like and look I'll give him credit he played well against Vanderbilt but you're gonna have to it's gonna be take a little bit more for some gar- than a garbage time plays against Vanderbilt for me to believe that you're gonna be the guy next year but I'll give him credit he did look good he did look I, good. I, I, it makes me feel good when I know Stetson has a good backup that's what I'll say about that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like he he is Stetson's backup, and I don't need anyone to get it confused that uh, where where I stand on this, it's like it's not even a it's not a conversation. But Stetson can make the slide. I mean, he could literally miss a miss a throw by like three inches, and it'd be like, put Carson in, <laughs> pull him out, get thirteen out of there, and they're just like. Bye not guy. to mention we've scored like you, like I said we're a, we're averaging. <laughs> 45 points a game, 50 points a game at this point. It's just like 
how could <laughs> how could we be how could Stetson still be in this <laughs> lead? Well, this they're offense? losing their crap because we hadn't uh, thrown a passing touchdown in three games, right? <laughs> Coming into the Vanderbilt game, it's just like, well, I don't think you, I don't know if you recall the Missouri game was just a crap show, like top to bottom. But like, I don't, I was like, I don't know if you recall, but we scored forty two points against Auburn. Okay, <laughs> I don't care how many, I don't, you could, you could. I mean, you could score all forty-two points defensively for all I care. If you score forty-two points, that's 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 thirty-two points better than what they scored against us. So uh, let's just, just let's just pump the brakes here. Honestly, I was more pumped about seeing the the running game play well than I was concerned being concerned about the passing game. Well, and it just to me it goes to show you it's like last year everybody was concerned about. The fact that we weren't throwing these, we weren't putting up these crazy numbers offensively, and uh, or throwing the ball, we were still putting up crazy numbers offensively, just in total yardage and running the ball and in time of possession, and um, and people just couldn't score on us. So we were still beating. Our average score might have been like mid to high thirties, but our the teams we were playing, the average score of our opponents was like four. I mean, so it was just that's what you and we're not far off from that see from this this year except for a, a couple games i mean we're holding guys to i mean we're we're not giving up a lot of points we're giving up more chunk plays but when it comes to these to our offense i mean gosh we're, we're putting up points and, and and running the ball i mean stetson i guess vandy had almost 300 yards again i mean and, and so and didn't play i don't think he played the fourth quarter and so it's just like we there's these these expectations and then realizing he's hurt and yeah he's not looked clean the last couple of games because he's been hurt I mean he's had he's had some injury going on but he's still going out there and playing good games well then and he so, goes but he throws seventy percent two eighty nine and two touchdowns like there's I mean I I understand that Carson came in and he threw some dimes against Vanderbilt's B team but he comes in you come in there and you're just like. I'm sorry, but the guy in front of him did not play bad just because he played good. Just because Carson <laughs> came in and played well, like I'm sorry, I I don't know why people just want, wish for Stetson to be some just terrible quarterback. It just makes no sense. The fascination our our fan base has with a backup quarterback goes up goes back to the David Green days at least, and and I'm just like, look, let's just let's just let's stop, like. Well, like unless, Hudson Mason was not better than Aaron Murray. <laughs> like Joe Cox was not better than Matthew Stafford. Oh, DJ Shockley was probably not better than David Green. Let's let's just calm down. Let's calm down. Well, and 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 two, it's one of these things that I don't think people realize how many like talking about offensive line. Our offensive line has not given Stetson the best protection this season, and the fact that he has you have Beck back there. I, I I venture to say our sack we have five more sacks against us this season than we do if if then because Stetson's in there like and, and that to me that can change if and I don't think Beck is a statue but he's definitely not as mobile as Stetson is no no absolutely not and I think Stetson but but to me I don't think people understand how big of a deal because you see all these you see these you see these these plays where Stetson just kind of does a little spin and rolls out like and it looks very casual but. That's an incredible play that he makes, and people don't take that. They don't. They don't. They're not realizing how big of a deal it is for him to be able yeah. to get out of those situations to extend the. If you're not, if we don't extend, or if we don't gain yards on the play, we didn't lose nine yards on that 
in a sack and then put you into a worse situation. It's that part of the game. And then not to mention he against Auburn, he had a 64-yard touchdown that he he ran like a bat out of hell, just took off. And, and we didn't even talk about was, that, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the guy just – has he has he been perfect this whole season? No. Has he been great? I venture to say yes, because he's had a couple of bad games. And like I said, he, he, he struggled against uh, – it took a while to get revved up against Auburn, but he hasn't been he, – he's been hurt and he hasn't been doing well, but we're, we're getting a little more balanced. I mean, God bless it. We had almost 600 yards of offense this past week. So let's just – let's get everything into perspective here. We beat a SEC team 55 to nothing. I mean, let's just wrap our head around that for a minute and, and, and get – just take it all in and um, – uh, am I saying that we've got everything figured out and we've got nothing to worry about? No, but I, I feel like we're doing the best with what we have. We haven't really talked about how beat up, and you mentioned it, how beat up we really are. I mean, we are we have we are missing some key spots, and we've got some key guys that are. I, I didn't even I didn't even mention number eighty-eight. Jalen Carter hadn't been in there since the Missouri game, right? Yeah, and so, and so our best, our literally our best player, period. <laughs> Is is on the sidelines right now, and our best receiver, and our and, and and our starting one of our starting inside linebackers. I mean, those are very three very key players right there. <laughs> if we're gonna if we're gonna uh, start ranking positions and yeah. how important they are, uh, those those line up there. And and when when Jalen comes back in, and if he's at full blast, you're gonna see a different defense. You're going to see a completely different defense that we have. And what we're getting right now is guys. We're getting guys reps. And, and we're getting guys time to get to get better, and and when Jalen comes back, as long as he's healthy, that's gonna be fine. Jalen gonna get his, so <laughs> I ain't worried about that. <laughs> but it's it will change the game for us, and, and I think we're seeing some of that. But you're talking about pressure on the quarterback and 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 run block. I mean, guys are not gonna be able to do anything to us when we get him back on the field, and um, and so this buy is coming at a critical pit critical time to where we can get Florida and then we get Tennessee, which is panning out to be pretty, pretty pivotal, uh, coming into, um, coming in the next couple of weeks or next few weeks. So I'm, I'm pretty excited, uh, about at least our trajectory, if we can get healthy this week, because I, I was happy about where we, where we're trending. I think we started, like I said, we started slow against Auburn on offensively have held them really to nothing. They, they're, their offense is really not that great, so it's kind of hard to judge some of that stuff. Uh, and Vandy is just Vandy, but we look clean throughout the game, and that's what you want. You want to yeah. look clean. You don't want to give up much. I mean, we had a couple poor uh, against Auburn. Their only touchdown was poor tackling. Most of Vandy's chunk plays was just miscommunication on a few things and not tackling real well on a couple plays and stuff like that. So stuff that you can clean up. And not it not be it not take real long to, to get there. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, there really was only a, a very small amount of plays that either Auburn. I mean, Auburn's offense looked about as good as Vanderbilt's offense did. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> and and if you're talking about a, a a couple of games where it really was only a handful of plays where they had any success, uh, which is just I mean, is how beautiful is it to see that team walk in that. Team wearing wearing orange, navy, and white walk into our stadium just to have no success. It just never gets old. Uh, and 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 so I remember somebody talk, talking to me about. I mean, it's probably several people who were t- 
talking about how they were worried about us sleepwalking in that game and and <laughs> coming off the Missouri game. I was like, it's Auburn, man. We're gonna just beat the crap out of them. <laughs> it's just, I don't know what it is, but right now we just don't we just don't lose to Auburn. Um, Chancey, I'm I'm actually running back. I I had to pull back. So Stetson's play. I didn't. I don't know if I realized this in the moment. I mean, I was I was at the game, and I don't know if I realized this in the moment that it was a design run, but it looks like it was. It looked like it was a QB draw. But they say that he runs a legit four or five, and you you watch this, you watch the film, and I'm like, <laughs> ah, you watch the film, I'm like, ah, it might be that might be true, that might be true. He's just you know he's one of those guys. I I I just love the way Stetson plays. I know he makes some mistakes from time to time. Um, but I think anybody, I think anybody who questions his arm talent, I know he he doesn't have the strongest arm, and he's not going to throw a bomb, a seventy yard bomb. No, that's not going to happen. Can he can he throw a long ball? Absolutely. But I mean, if you're talking about like having a Matthew Stafford esque arm, he doesn't have it. But the what he does with the ball, I actually was watching the the highlights uh, beforehand too, and he throws a ball against Auburn, and, and, and you may recall. Uh, he throws the ball against uh, against Auburn uh, to Ladd on the sideline across field uh, from the right hash towards the uh, south side of the stadium on, on that that sideline that is just on could not be more on the money. While he's I mean he's not like putting his like a hop into it or anything like that. He's actually backing up. He settles back into the pocket and then he just flings it and it could be not could not be more on the money. I'm like look. I, I don't care what anybody says. If you watch that singular play, that is an incredible, like arm talent wise, that's an incredible play. And I don't like anybody can hate on him. I mean, all they want, and it's just like you're 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 just wrong. I'm sorry. And I, and, and he's not perfect. He's not like this dude. who's he's not a world beater. But you know what? He won the national championship last year, so maybe he is. I don't know. <laughs> But anyway, I, 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 I mean, look, Stetson, Stetson's the guy. He's, he's our guy moving forward this season, and he has been since the start of the season. And can we not enjoy that for once in our, in our, in the last decade? I mean, like seriously, since like Aaron Murray's been here, it's been like, dude, we just need, we just like the fact that we had the same quarterback from the start of the season to the end of the season just is a beautiful thing. So, um. I'll get off my soapbox on that. Chancey, I have I had another point I was gonna make, and I think it was defensive side. Ooh, you know, somebody that's been kind of concerning me, and I, I, I don't mean to run us along here. Uh, what are we at? Four seven minutes. Um something that's been kind of concerning me is is our boy Keeley. I was I felt like you were about to say that. And yeah, it is not I don't know what's going on there. And he is just not I I, I don't know what it is. He's just not on it right now, man. And missing some Missing some some opportunities and just guys, he's just not on a spot. I, I hadn't quite figured out what's going on, and he's been and he's had penalties and yeah, it's just he he's not in sync right now, and I don't know what's I don't know what's going on. It's it, it it's a little concerning. I mean, I know that that uh, opposite side of the corner cornerback situation. Excuse me, the cornerback on the other side of the field. I mean, has has been the one that's been a kind of a little bit more of a rotation situation. Um. And we've got guys that are coming in all across the board. I mean, especially at the star position. Star has been, uh, I mean, golly, you're talking about like we're, we have had, I think since the start of the season, we've had probably eight different guys play star in, in, in different situations, you know, different formations. But um, 
I don't know, man. It's it's Keeley, who is you know I considered to be the anchor coming in this. I mean Chris Smith too as well. I mean the veteran guy, but I mean I consider Keeley to be you know he's a junior now, right? So I mean I thought that you know upperclassmen like mainstay been there forever, and I really I thought I guess my my situation with that is I thought of him as like I don't expect to hear his name almost like how stokes was and deandre baker was and i don't like you you, he's kind of one of those guys that cornerback is so good you he didn't he almost doesn't even put up any stats because they don't even try to throw on him and uh it hasn't been quite that way and and so i think he'll really really show up in these some of these bigger games especially you know these november games we got this this i mean we got I don't know if Florida is ranked now, but then we got Tennessee, Kentucky. You know, we got ranked teams that we're playing in November, uh, and so I'm 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 hoping that Keeley can turn around. I mean, he hasn't been playing terrible. Don't get me wrong, but it's definitely been he's he's let up some plays that I don't expect him to let up. So that's why I'm one of my main concerns there. Well, and we're we're going to be playing some teams between Tennessee and Mississippi State, and and guys that are going to be airing the ball out, and so we've got to be we've got to be on our p's and q's and. Uh, we can't be giving up pass interference play penalties and holdings and things like that on some of these guys. I mean, because we're we're, we're going to be going up some serious uh, air threats, and uh, we've, he's he's going to have to he's going to be a key role in that one way or the other. So it's it's kind of one of those things he does have to he does have to tighten up uh, without a doubt. So, well, I mean, there's no question that he has the talent to do it. It's just a matter of. Uh, he just has felt – we felt like – I mean, like you said, it felt like he's almost been a little lost out there at times. Well, so. and, and I think and I think some things are – I mean, you have to – you can't forget that earlier this year, like beginning of the year, he had possibly the biggest play in the history of Georgia football. <laughs> and it's just one of those things. Do you – did you drink your own Kool-Aid? Have you, have you kind of gotten – have you – built up to where you are a I mean if I did that I'd drink the hell out of my Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> I would be drunk on my Kool-Aid all day every day. Uh because Oh sorry, did you did you ice did you ice the national championship? Sorry. Did you Oh, oh, did oh you? sorry. <laughs> I mean Go ahead touchdown. <laughs> I mean so and there there is a I know that's kind of pulling some of that out but it's one of those things that does it does it create a, a false sense of uh, a false sense of security with him and does it overshadow some mistakes from the past and things like that so I think we have to um we'll we'll, we'll see how he we'll see how he does and, and, and but I, I agree I think there's plenty of plenty of opportunity for him to improve and I think he will but it's just one of those things you have to have to kind of keep in mind with him um a guy that I don't think has been getting enough credit here if we're going to talk uh or I guess our Really, our entire special teams um, have really been doing some pretty big stuff and keeping us in games. Thorson, big fan. Just, what, just the what, biggest what's fan. A, they threw, did they just mean to throw us off coming in the season? They're like, all right, our kicking game and our punting game, they both suck. And I was like, <laughs> well, crap. Like, that's going to be our only problem. And now we're coming into it, and I was like, that's that's not a problem at all. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's I, one I, of our pod, biggest strengths. <laughs> yeah. Pod, pod missed that one field goal against Auburn that, that should have gone in. I and mean, what was it, like a 40-yarder, uh, 35-40-yarder? Yeah, um, aside from that, like, I can't think of another missed field goal that was that like should have been made. And then Thorson, as Thor's son has been, like, on the money. And he had – did you see Did you see his tweet after the no. Auburn game? No. It was like – it was like – 
hey, uh, y'all, if y'all see, <laughs> if y'all see like a family walking around with whatever his, what's his jersey? What's his number? <laughs> 90, 96 92 96 no 96 so, pod i think it's 92 92 we'll, we'll say it's 92 uh if you see him walking around with with my jersey number and 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 speaking in some really weird accent try to help them find the nearest like whatever like you know try to help them find whatever they're looking for and uh for like he's like yeah they came apparently they like were in town for like two weeks or something like auburn game and throughout this i probably they probably came for both the auburn game and the vanderbilt game is my assumption you know back-to-back home games which we don't get uh, often enough um and so yeah it's, i mean can you imagine your son going literally all the way around the world to play a sport that doesn't exist in your country uh, simply because I, they all, I think it's because Australian football, they, they kick, they punt the ball a lot. I don't, I've never watched this crap, but I like have seen some YouTube videos, right? And so I'm just like, it doesn't make any sense to me, but I, it makes sense to me that this kid probably grew up punting football <laughs> so or something similar. <laughs> football. So I don't know how that works, man, but man, good for, good for that family. I mean, are they, from the pictures, it seemed like they were like, I mean, can you imagine the culture shock? I mean, and, and somebody commented about this, but like, Dude, there's no, there's no other country in the world that has this such, this fanatical side of amateur sports. Yeah, I mean, do you? It's true. Do you, it's is true. that not yeah. like no other country celebrates amateur sports like we do? And, and and college football is you know obviously huge, but like no other, no other. I mean, you know, you go to England. I mean, I don't, I don't. Do they have college soccer in England? I don't know. It can't be as near. It's not as big as Manchester United. I say that, you no, know. No. But you yeah, know what? It's, it's we have more fans in Sanford Stadium than Man U has in their stands. <laughs> <laughs> we may be crammed in some, on some bleachers, though. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's it really is cool, and and um, and I love it. And and he has become just a critical piece of what we're trying to do. And um, I was watching you watch you go back and watch the Auburn game. And I feel like they started every drive inside the ten. I mean, it, you're talking about he was pinning them back, and yeah. already they, which is the which is the mo of what we did last year and what we've been able to do more this year too, is you play like you may not score a bunch at the beginning, but you just keep them pinned back. You just keep them pinned back, and you're going to get that opportunity. You're going to get that short field. You don't have as far to go. You're gonna you're gonna make your plays that way and make them drive yeah. the whole field. And that's what we, I mean, that's what we did. And, uh, and, and your math just, your works when you do that. And, uh, and so he's, he's done a really good job and nothing fancy, just booting it and, and kicking it deep. And just the only thing that concerns me, and I don't think we had any of this last game, but we, it took Ladd a couple of, uh, Ladd had another dropped punt in Auburn and I mean landed on it but like that's the kind of stuff that loses you a ball game against Tennessee or against uh against some of these guys is just you're talking about a momentum swing and and it's what we did against Missouri that's the only reason Missouri lasted as long as it did and they were leading the, for the entire game is because of our dumb mistake yeah. and giving them short fields and not and and just doing dumb stuff and so I, it's just you keep that stuff out you you just don't give you don't give them anything for the rest of the season, we don't give anybody anything. Our chances of success are through the roof, uh, and so that's that's really what it boils down to. Like same thing with Auburn, we we start slow, but even when we played Auburn, I never felt we may not. I don't think anybody scored the first quarter or whatever it was, and then we just kind of pile it on. 
uh, or it wasn't until the end of the first quarter, but you never felt that we were out. It was out of control and this was going to be a close game. I mean, because of the way the, the way the game was going and the way we had field position, they're just you're like, okay, the dam's going to break. They're holding they're holding the line right now, but it's going to break. And and that's just and eventually once it broke, it just it didn't let up. And that's kind of how yeah. that's kind of how we have gone the last couple of seasons. And so um, I, I well, like that talk, method. You you talk about like lad. You know, him, him dropping that punt uh, against Auburn early, thankfully got it back. Um, and 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 the funny thing is, I think he was actually, I think it was our first touchdown drive that he actually came back on the field. And and Lad needs to, I mean, he's got a little bit of the the mental mental sweats going on. I mean, he's he's definitely having some some issues, and it's not. I mean, we know what he is capable of, so it's not like we know. It's not like we think Lad Lad's not. The, the kind of guy, I mean, I thought he was one of the most, and the reason he is back there fielding punts is because he's one of the most sure-handed guys that we have on our on our, on our staff, right, or our team. But the, I think it was our first scoring drive, he actually fielded a punt and got us on a short field, had a 20-ish yard return, got us on a short field early, and was, was on their side of the field. And, and so, you know, he turned around and, and was able to, to help us in that situation and and sprung us for a touchdown, at, 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 you know, later in the in the drive, you know, I think I think it was Kenny who scored that first touchdown around the around the left end. So you know, a guy who makes a mistake, a la you know Lad, or you know, we saw some other mistakes from. I mean, even even guys like you know, um, hell Stetson, Stetson has done it too. I mean, and we saw Kenny Kenny do made some make some bad mistakes at times, and you know, guys have come back you know and later later in the games. And been able to make up for that, and that's what we have to see, you know. And, and defensively, you know, a guy like you know Malachi Starks, who has been a big contributor for the first few games, you know, is and, and I'm not saying he's made these big mistakes, but Malachi over the past couple of games has been kind of quiet, and you know we want him to kind of get you got to want to get back in that mode of being a ball hawk, you know. And uh, so anyway, and and he has. I mean, there's been a, co- a little bit of a, a coverage issue here lately, but I think Malachi's will be fine. We got it's like you said, man. We got young guys all over the place. It's tough. It's tough because last year we had all this this vet, veteran talent and veteran scheme. We had guys who understood it, have been in the, have been in the program for forever, and now it's just like we got a level of talent that we are used to. But we have do not have the experience that we are used to. So. Yeah, and and my 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 thought, uh, kind of final point defensively. I think we've we've seen a little more of it here recently, and not having Jalen's a big deal, but we have got to be collapsing offensive lines. I mean, we have got to be pushing them back and 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 contain and but but pushing back, causing some chaos, causing some disruption. I think we've done more of that here recently last couple games i mean we had ashford on the run for the most of the game uh and we were well we had no sacks in that game but i didn't expect us i mean it was kind of like when we played Knicks. i mean when yeah. we played bo Knicks, it was so i think we had two sacks again against him last year but there was kind of like we were like pulling his shoes shoelaces kind of thing you know right. it wasn't right. like we were getting him and like smothering him in the pocket type situation so I, we're still getting pressure, but you're right. I mean, we got to get – we need these guys on the ground, especially these next two weeks. I mean, not obviously not the bye week. But when we play Anthony Richardson, who you saw – I don't know if you saw his highlights against LSU. I mean, he, he had some plays. 
and he is he's not a good passer he's just not but he is a very good runner and I, I'll definitely give him that credit but I mean when we're playing him and Hooker who is a very good passer it's very important for both of those type of, of quarterbacks that we get after their tail well and and Ashford uh, Auburn against Auburn he had some pretty big runs. I mean, he had some pretty big he gashes. Did. I mean, and he would have had another one if he hadn't dropped it in the middle, like without anybody touching him. I mean, he just he just left the ball on the ground. And so there's that there's the contain piece of containing those quarterbacks and keeping them in the pocket and not but not giving them an opportunity to squirt out and and make a play, uh, either getting to the outside and extending it or or dropping um, or or scooting through the line if you try if you're too much. Um, Pursuing pursuit too much on the outside, and because um, Richardson he'll he'll capitalize on those opportunities. He's not going to drop the ball like that. I mean, we're going to have to we're going to have to take him down and and not give him those those chances. Because you're right, he's not the best passer, but he can get the ball. I mean, he'll throw the ball down the field. He's a strong yeah. guy, but we've got to. He's harder to tackle. And we can't miss. We can't miss those opportunities. But Hooker, man, you let him sit back there. I mean, the thing with them is if you can get some stops. If you can get some consecutive stops on them, and just slow down that that hurry up and just kind of get them all through, that's what we did last year. We just didn't we didn't let them get consecutive drives together, and and it's like you know they're going to score some. That's okay, but the main thing is like their defense is going to give up points. So we've right. the whole thing is if you get a stop, our chances of scoring are pretty high, and and it'll be the same thing. Like I say same thing with Florida too. So um, anyway, I. I we're trending the right way. Our buy is coming at the perfect opportunity. I mean, we're getting healthy. Uh, Lord willing, we're going to get healthy. So I'm hoping we're going to see some of these big, these big players back and, and just getting getting us in a great spot going into the back half of the season because this is. I feel like just because of where our bye week is, usually against uh, head of Florida, where it always comes at the right time because we've just is <laughs> just at the halfway point and you need that to, to kind of bounce through the rest of the year. I think AD is going to be back. I think he is gonna be practicing leading up to the Florida game, which is essential. I mean, I'm you never know how much these guys like how much work they're putting off is in terms of rehab or, or keeping up with their physicality, you know, while they're hurt. It's tough because I mean you can't, you know, especially if you if you have a lower body injury, I mean, what are you supposed to do? Uh, it's not like if you're a receiver, you know, you're gonna how are you gonna run routes, you know? And so, um, I think AD will be back. I think he will be able to practice. He may even be practicing this week. I think it was a very uh, intentional decision to keep him out this past weekend. I, I think he could have played. And then Lad, if Lad is, is fine, Lad is apparently fine. Uh, but from what Kirby said, he could have gone back in. I think Kirby said that about every injury that we've had this year, though. Uh, so I really don't know exactly what all that means. But Jalen, if Jalen... Is ready by Tennessee, I'd be fine with it, but I would not be surprised if he is not back for Florida. I would love it if he's back for Florida, but I would love it more. I think it's more important that he's back for Tennessee. Uh, and Munden, I, I don't know what exactly what his timetable is, but same thing. I think we can fill in guys. We've I've been excited about how Ryan Davis has been playing, filling in for Munden. Uh, Jalen Walker's also got in there a little bit, so. Uh, we got guys that can fill in that position. That's not quite as important, but man, it's uh, it's these guys getting healthy for this November run is, is going to be a big deal. Um, Chancy, I know we kind of ran a little bit longer than we anticipated. We get we had to make up for it a little we bit. Had a lot to cover. Uh, we had a lot to cover. 
I, I keep seeing you, you you're kind of wiping your your eyes here and I, I you're rubbing your eyes and I certainly understand I, I I'm the same way I, I man I've been a little sick here lately so uh yeah man um looking forward to bye week gonna just casually watch some football and not have to worry about the dogs and uh we'll we'll get reconvened sometime next week because uh we ain't gonna miss the opportunity for the uh, talk about the cocktail party. I can tell you that. No, no, sir, we will not. All right, brother. Good dogs. Dogs in time.